Hey, I'm Daniel, a political activist and campaigner turned management consultant turned coach. And this is PolitikWise, the podcast where politics meets personal development. Let's face it, it's easy to criticize those in politics. But being in politics is not an easy ride. And yet for many who make the leap, it's worth it. They can make a real difference. So how can we have both? How can we make a difference while at the same time showing up as the best version of ourselves? It's a question that's been with me for the last 20 years. First, when I started out as an activist leading an NGO, then when I did a PhD in politics, and later when I quit my job in consulting to help build up a political movement and run an election campaign. And today, as I coach young leaders who want to make a difference while staying true to themselves. I know the answers are out there, so join me on this podcast. We'll hear from political leaders, from psychologists, neuroscientists, philosophers about their findings and experiences. And together, we learn about the ideas, mindsets and tools of wise people in politics and beyond. Let's go. My guest today is Saak Ibrahim Kiel from Essen, a city in Western Germany. Saak is a member of the Pan-European Party Volt Europa since 2018 and has been active in different roles at different levels since then. And today he is responsible for foreign and security policy in the German chapter of Volt Europa. Saak and I, we have a conversation about his decision to run for office. And if you're following this podcast, you will know that in the previous episode, I had a conversation with Karina Beckmann about her decision to run for office. And these two episodes are linked. Both Karina and Sahak, they are seeking to be a candidate of this party vault for the European elections that are happening in 2024. And what is special about this episode is that the conversation didn't happen live. Rather, I received audios from Sahak answering my questions. And this will give me a chance to perhaps take a little bit more time commenting on Sahak's answers and perhaps also linking to previous episodes, also to the previous episode with Karina, and see if there are any commonalities, differences in what goes through people's mind when they make this decision to say, hey, I, I want to run for office. And so the first question I asked Sahak was exactly this. Why do you want to run for office and why now? Hello, Daniel. Uh, first of all, thank you very much for inviting me to the PolitiWise podcast. Um, I am originally came from Afghanistan and grew up in former Yugoslavia. My political awareness began early due to my father's profession as a diplomat and my numerous days in different countries. So yeah, since my youth, I have been engaged with foreign and security policy, as well as uh, international cooperation to understand the origin, origins and solutions to crisis and conflicts. Um, yeah, Daniel, I'm deeply convinced that you can s only succeed globally if it speaks with one voice and defends its values and as an independent community of values on the international stage. My own history has shown me that we need a kind of fresh start uh, re or re we need a reset in our foreign policies and fundamental uh, revisions of uh, the conditions for our military interventions were inter interventions were worldwide. We cannot conti continue as before and view everything from our Western perspective. 
um, especially the last 30 years in dealing with countries like Yugoslavia, Iraq, Syria, and especially Afghanistan have shown us how flawed uh, our foreign policy and strategies were. Um, yeah, the second point uh, concerns the fight against um, nationalists in Europe. From my own experience, I know how important it is to, uh, to combat uh, right-wing extremists. Um, we had to leave Yugoslavia back then because the nationalist Milosevic was gaining more and more power and the life became increasingly unbearable for many people. So I don't want to have to go through uh, the same experience now in Germany and the EU again. Um, yeah, and the third point concerns the restructuring of the European security architecture. We cannot rely on the US uh, indefinitely and must urgently take responsibility for European security ourselves. The partnership with the US frightened me when Trump, uh, began, uh, Trump became president and almost destabilized the NATO with his unilateral uh, actions. Unfortunately, those responsible in the EU politics seem to have forgotten or deliberately ignored that, that time and uh, we, must, yeah, we must act now and uh, we have to do it immediately. And when I asked Sarak how he made that decision, how he came to the decision to run for office, this is what he said. I have spent uh, most of my time at Volt working behind the scenes and uh, accumulating a wealth of experience. However, in uh, recent months, I have reached a point where I no longer wish to remain a, a spectator on the sidelines, but actively fight for our ideas in the European Parliament. That's why I'm running as a lead candidate in Erfurt for Volt Germany's European list on the 16th and 17th of September. This answer from Sahak, I think, is reflected in many conversations I had in the past, which is this idea of not watching from the sidelines anymore. You might have been active in a different capacity, but there's a tipping point, if you will. Uh, at some point, you feel this is not enough, more needs to be done. And also, it's you that needs to take that responsibility. And this is what I hear in Sahak's response. And again, it's echoed in many, many conversations that I can think of that I had on this podcast. The next question that I'm asking Sahak goes into the nitty gritty. And what I ask him is, how do you, as a candidate, prepare for the campaign ahead? What do you do to put you in the best position to run for office? When I decided to run for office, I first began to assemble a small team of uh, Volt colleagues from various fields around me. Most of them are talented individuals from the fields of policy and communications who support me and help develop new ideas or articulate our positions clearly for my external communication. Uh, I also started to present myself in front of the camera <laughs> as such formats uh, work uh, particularly well. I'm self-employed, so I can effect effectively organize my professional obligations and allocate my time for Vault efficiently. Um, yeah, and if I, if I indeed gain the trust of our Vault members in Erfurt, I plan to dedicate the last four months before the election to full-time campaigning. 
Um, furthermore, I'm, I am uh, particularly committed to many people in Germany who have a migration back background and yet do not vote. This is partly because these people are unfortunately not adequately represented in politics and party beca uh, partly because politics does not actively engage them. Uh, I have set a goal for myself to reach out many people from these segments of our society and have uh, regret regrettably been ignored for too long and to win them over to our cause. Now, there are three things that I want to comment on and what Sahak is saying here and that I think are interesting. The first one is Sahak has created a team that is supporting him in the campaign. And part of me was thinking, is this absolutely necessary at this stage? And obviously, I think the answer would be no, not really, right? It might be later on when you're elected as a candidate, even as a lead candidate, or perhaps then once you are elected in parliament, you will have your team, right? And you will need your team. But I think what I like about what he's doing here is he's thinking long-term. He's already setting himself up or setting the campaign up as something that needs to be taken seriously. And I'm reminded of advice that you hear from some of the startup founders, successful startup founders that say that initially they thought, even if it was just they were on their own, they were thinking about what kind of roles do I need to fill um, in my organization, future organization, for this to be successful, for, for this to scale successfully. And at the beginning, I might do all the roles, but if I define these roles clearly from the very beginning, I always have this perspective of who around me could help me fill that role and who can I take on board. The second uh, aspect here, I think he's saying, and this is, oh, I think, not surprising, um, you will need to do things that are very new to you. And in this case, Sahak is uh, filming and is doing videos because he knows this works on social media and it might not be something that he's used to, but still, you know, it's part of the job. And, um, and the third point I wanted to comment on was his clear sense of who he's doing this for, right? What's your group? Who's, who's your audience? And he's doing this for another group, a specific segment of the population that he says has been neglected. And um, and I what I what I think will be helpful here for him is that I think this can be a source of motivation, right? It's not just about you uh, having those people in mind when you know uh, the campaign campaigning becomes tough. It can be, I guess, a boost of motivation. And then I ask Sahak next to please complete these two sentences. The first one is, politics with emotions is... And the second sentence that he completes is, politics without emotions is... Politics driven by emotions is often polarizing and unfortunately also po populist, which rarely leads to solution, but mostly serves uh, for self-promotion. And uh, politics without emotion um, is based on hard facts, which could work better, but also require a lot of courage because it could make you unpopular with voters. So I think this is a very clear answer from Sahak on this question of emotions and politics. And the last question that I ask Sahak is this. If you could put up a billboard in front of every government, 
and every parliament seat in the world, what would you write on it? I would write, um, let us finally learn from the past and make good policies for our future and children. So there you have it, Sahak's answer to the billboard question. It's a question that I've been asking a few guests on the podcast that I intend to also ask in the future. And there you have it. This was a short and um, a bit different episode. Uh, this time I hope you liked it and um, that it was also useful for you to have these two episodes, the first one with Karina Beckmann and now this one with Sahak Ibrahimkir on these two people's decisions to run for office.